mysterious-ish, contains graphic and explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Mercury's in the microwave, and we're just gonna have to deal with that for the next, I think, two weeks. So, everything Are you is serious. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Let's find out. Is Mercury in retrograde? Yes, until Friday, September 15th. So, wait, so this <gasps> wait, Friday. that's this week. Maybe once this bitch gets out of the Gatorade, I will be able to exist. Same. In not chaotic energy or the absolute lack of desire to do anything. I? So, anyways, that's... Hi, listeners. Welcome to Mercury in Retrograde, day number 6,872. We're doing great. Everything is fine. Oh. Erica. What are you going to talk to me about today? Well, we're going to talk about the Fox sisters. Oh, fuck yeah. So in 1848, there were two sisters by the name of Catherine and Margareta. Margareta? I think it is Margareta. Margareta? Yeah, that sounds about right. They lived with their parents, John and Margaret, who were Methodist in Hinesville, New York. Or Hinesville. New York. The house was known to be haunted, though it was reported to be a prank. The sisters claimed in 1888 that they made sounds by cracking their knuckles and other joints. Yeah, like their toe knuckles. Yeah, ew. Yeah, ew. Mm. Uh, Maggie Fox in her later years noted that the neighbors were sure the house was haunted after a man who had been murdered in the house by a man named Bell. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. Murders will get you haunted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kate and Maggie were sent to Rochester during that time. Kate went to her sister Leah's and Maggie went to her brother David's. The sounds followed them, though. Amy and Isaac Post, a couple that knew the family for a long while, invited the girls to the Rochester home. They were immediately convinced of the phenomena, and they helped spread the word among their friends. November 14th, 1849, the Fox sisters demonstrated their spiritualist wrappings at the Corinthian Hall in Rochester. Uh, This was known as the first demonstration of spiritualism held before a paying public and introduced a history of public events. Maggie and Kate became famous mediums. They also held seances for hundreds of people. Many of the earlier seances was really nothing too serious. The sisters sought insight into the state of railway stocks or the issue of love affairs. So they they would like tell people what to like what um 
stocks to invest in like mm. how the the specifically the the railroad railroad stocks were going to uh pan out and also probably like people would come and be like is my spouse cheating on me <laughs> or maybe even like is this relationship going to uh work that's what it sounds like to me Horace Greeley, a publisher and a politician, Same. became a protector for them. Their public seances in 1850 in New York attracted a lot of notable people. In 1851, C. Chauncey Burr wrote in the New York Tribune. <laughs> Chauncey. Chauncey. That's, um, <laughs> I think, I think, <gasps> Erica. What? The next cat you get needs to be named Chauncey. Oh my god, yes. But but he has to be a dapper little boy like Loki. Oh, of course. He he'll like with call, the, he'll with be the called suit Sir and... Chauncey. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's so fucking <laughs> Or um oh, like a little miniature schnauzer cuz I won't ever own cats. I'm sorry, but my I could get like a little like a little miniature schnauzer and name him Sir Chauncey or just Chauncey. Chauncey. And I think it would be so fucking cute. Okay, anyways. (laughs) Sir Chauncey Uh, was their bodyguard? Uh no, he he wrote uh article New York paper. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. That cracking toe joints, the sounds were so loud they could be heard in a large hall. The same year investigators from the university at Buffalo concluded that the sounds would not occur if they had cushions under their feet. So, so I yeah. am confused because I can crack my toes, like like pop my toe knuckles, you know? Yeah, right. But I can't crack them loud enough that it would like echo through any area like at all i want to know how they did that i can also crack like my foot like oh it's so weird but like you know the little bone area right underneath your big toe Mm -hmm. i can crack that area but even that isn't like loud enough and it's the 1840s like you can't tell me they're just putting mics underneath their feet they didn't exist <laughs> right <laughs> so how the fuck are y'all cracking your feet toes whatever loud enough to echo through a whole fucking theater hall like on command am confusion help uh mrs norman culver a relative of the fox family admitted in a signed statement that she had assisted them during the sisters seances by touching them to indicate when the raps should be made she also said that Kate and Maggie revealed to her the method of making the sounds by snapping their toes and using their knees and ankles. <gasps> oh, so they're like snapping. But even that, I can't. I can't get my fingers to snap that loud. How the fuck are you getting your toes to snap? I I don't understand. Charles Grafton Page, who was a patient examiner and patient advocate had developed a eye for detecting fraudulent claims about science. In his book Psychomancy, Charles observed that the sound came from underneath the sisters' dresses. Well, obviously Charles. 
<laughs> what the fuck else are they wearing? It's the 1840s. Come on. Come on, Charles. Get your shit together. Charles. In 1857, the Boston Courier uh, set up a prize of $500 to any medium who could demonstrate a paranormal ability to their committee. So the Fox sisters tried to make an attempt at this and were investigated by a committee and magician John Wayman. The committee said, yes. Do you, just uh, real quick, do you have any mention of Houdini in here? No, I didn't put him in, but I did see that he, uh, I saw a little something on him. He did that a lot too, where he would um, ask people to, uh, like he would offer a reward for, to like prove that magic actually exists or that like spiritual, like spiritual whatever actually exists. Really? Yeah. Because he didn't, he was like such a skeptic and he, so he would like have people come and perform for him. He wasn't alive while the Fox sisters were doing their thing because he wasn't born until 1876. I just Googled it. But, um, so he would have people like demonstrate their skills or like their psychic whatever. And if he could recreate it, then like they wouldn't get the money. And he was always able to recreate it. Hmm. So, anyways, that's my little blurb about Harry Houdini. Anyways, continue. Sorry. <laughs> You're okay. The committee settled on that the wraps were made by the sound of their bone and feet movements. So, therefore, no. the sisters failed the challenge. Yeah, yuck. A report by the Sabert Commission in 1887 said that after investigating numerous mediums, including Maggie, the phenomena could have easily made by fraudulent methods. The report said the raps were heard more close to Maggie, though. Kate was examined by William Crookes, a prominent physicist. What the fuck does a physicist- Okay. Okay, keep going. Between the years of 1871 and 1874, he concluded that the raps were genuine. But William was known okay. as a gullible guy. And the medium's... Uh, yeah. I just need to know what a fucking physicist has to do. That... How? What does physics have to do? I... Okay. Just... That makes no sense. I don't understand... But it's fine. It's fine. I don't think a physicist has any fucking um, say in whether the spiritual is genuine. It's fine. Just it's fine. that don't make no that the math ain't mathin'. It's fine. But William was known as a gullible guy, and the mediums he investigated okay, were there it caught goes. using trickery. Yeah, if I there would shut is. the fuck up and let you finish your sentence, it would make sense. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, the Fox sisters traveled to New York. There, a reporter offered them 1500 if they would expose their methods and give him a story. So, Maggie and Kate publicly appeared at the New York Academy of Music on October 21st, 1888. There was an audience of around 2,000 people. Maggie demonstrated how she could make all the raps audible throughout the theater. Doctors even went to the stage to verify that the cracking of her toe joints was the source of the sound. Ugh. That is so gross. I'm like clenching my toes right now. <laughs> Maggie told her story of the origins of the mysterious wrappings signed confession that was published in New York World 
also on October 21st, 1888. Maggie expanded her career as a medium after leaving the homestead to begin her spiritualist travels with her older sister, Leah. She started using new methods of creating wraps by using the muscles of the lower leg. Ew. Oh. Yeah, that one makes me cringe a lot. and That's so... It makes me feel like a Charlie horse is about to come uh, on. I don't like it. Oh, I can't. I can't. Yeah. So there, you said they were born in the 1840s, and this is 1888 by this point? Yeah, but we're about to go back a little bit. Okay, well, that's, like, wild, though, because she's, like, already, like, almost in her 30s or 40s. Like, she's really been doing this her whole fucking life. Anyways. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maggie met Alicia Kane, a Arctic explorer, in 1852. He was convinced that the sisters were engaged in fraud under the direction of their older sister, Leah. Kane tried to find ways to break Maggie away from them. They soon married, and Maggie converted to the Roman Catholic faith. When Alicia Kane passed away in 1857, Maggie returned to her activities as a medium. Kate went to England in 1871. The trip was considered missionary work. Kate also married uh, H.D. Jenkin in 1872, a legal scholar and enthusiastic spiritualist. Jenkin passed away in 1881, leaving Kate with two sons. No. Maggie later joined Kate in England in 1876. Uh, Over the years, the sisters developed a drinking problem. Leah and other spiritualists noticed and wondered if Kate's drinking was too much to take care of the kids. Well, that'll that'll do it. That that will do it just a little bit. Maggie was also looking to return to the Roman Catholic faith. She was convinced her powers were diabolical. I can never take the word diabolical seriously because Dude, save. I just had to throw it in there. It sounds like comedic relief. I don't Mm -hmm. don't know. It just Mm -hmm. makes me giggle for some reason. Uh, Kate passed away in her home in New York City, July 3rd, 1892. And Mm. less than a year later, Maggie, who was deep in alcoholism and was living in a old tenement home. She was soon taken to Brooklyn, where she passed away on March 8th, 1893. Aww. That's really sad. That is really sad. Sounds but, like they had a hard life. Mm-hmm. But that's the Fox sisters and their mysterious rapping sounds. So they're not they're not the only ones that would, like, travel travel around and like put on these fake seances um first of all everyone thought that it was like super super real at the time but then there was another and i cannot remember their names but there was um a brother duo that did the same thing really i don't know how they did their they didn't like crack their toes like the fox sisters did but and I can't, I really can't remember their name and it would take me fucking forever to find it. But then they, they would also like, other people would put on these fake seances. And I've heard that like stories of, um, they would, so women would <clears throat> take cheesecloth and dip it in egg whites and then shove it up their who has and 
pull it out like it was ectoplasm during what? the seances. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of um, shoving shit in your hoo-ha. In these <laughs> here spiritualism seance thingamajigs. So. Oh my. Um, yeah, it's really yucky, but people believed that. Like, people really thought that shit was ectoplasm when in reality it's just like, yucko. No fucking thanks. Can you imagine how unhealthy that is? Well, that was an interesting topic. I've always been fascinated with like the like the seances and shit. I will never participate in one, just so you know. Oh no. Uh I'm not interested in contacting the spirits in any way shape or form. Uh Ouija boards are an absolute fucking no. In fact, uh, I went, Dylan and I went to uh, Fort Wayne on Sunday and uh, we went to Michael's because spook spook and they had some pillows there that were like, or some like fake decorations or whatever that were like, welcome to our haunted house. And I wouldn't even fucking touch those because I am... <laughs> Not welcoming that shit into my house. No thanks. <laughs> so that's how much I do not want to contact the other side. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that is all we have for you this week, listeners. Um, we will catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye forever. Thank you for listening to Mysterious-ish. All episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast directory. Follow us on social media at Mysterious-ish-pod. If you have topic suggestions, questions, or stories to share, you can email us at MysteriousishPod at gmail.com or visit our website at MysteriousishPod.com. Make sure to come back next week for another discussion about the mysteries of the universe.